0: Welcome to the Talent Six Podcast. It's your host Gabe and I'm here with big man Will today. Today's show is brought to you by the Talent The Six. Why go with those traditional speakers at your seminar university conference? If what you want is young, inspirational, smart men, then reach out to to the Talent of the Six for your next speaking engagement guest. Send emails and inquiries to the Talent The Six at Gmail.com. Now let's start the show. We got a very talented and special guest today, guys. Yes, uh, sir. We do. I mean, before I say his name. We're gonna drum up some of the stuff. He just wrote a book. He's an author. Uh he's a brand a connoisseur. You know, and he's also a, mar- a marketing coach. Can I say that? Yes, sir.
1: Uh Donovan Boyd. The yes, one sir. and only. How you, you doing, know. sir? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Welcome You're to the show. Well, uh, welcome to podcast. We Glad to have you
0: here. Glad you can make it, you know, because the powers of be almost didn't make it have Almost couldn't make it down today. Couldn't <laughs> make it. Where? Whatever. Having car problems. Uh got training blew out. So I had to rent a car last night.
2: And God, willing, we here on the Jeep? Why you gotta if I know what I drive, man? I said the Jeep. I didn't say what it was. I mean, mm-hmm. still though. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Man. I'm but sorry. On the S5, man. On the
0: CC. On the CC. No, but yeah, uh, the Beamer. But I wish. But we here right now. You know, we are here in and Donovan boards in the building. Uh, let's talk a little bit real quick about. Let's just oh, let's, not real quick. Let's just jump into brand
1: okay. Brandon playbook. Um, yeah, that's so wild. The brand playbook. The brand playbook. Uh, we just uh, released the brand playbook November tenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a nice journey. Uh, we started probably about nine to ten months ago. So, is writing a book hard to do? Um, yeah, it depends on the type of book. Uh, the, you know, I've known people that have been working on a book for three, four years, or ten years. Um, I just really had the entire book. In my head, and I linked up. I signed with a company in a, in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, called Sleepless Society Publishing. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I just liked everything that they had going on. Uh, the uh, president of the company had just released his own book. You know, so I just liked the process and what he was doing. Is it black owned? Yes. Oh, that was that exactly. Yeah, there exactly. It is. I don't know about you, but my. Prim- and I see you as you type like to try and keep us together in that type yeah. of community. So yeah, so definitely. So um, I noticed that um, it was some, he's somebody that um, is in the speaking realm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just things that I can learn from him, things that I admire about him. Uh, the owner of the company his name is David Shands. um, Owner of a brand called Sleepless Sucker Society. Uh, Sleepless sleep, is for suckers. Sleep is for suckers. That's oh, the color oh. line. Oh, I was sleep last night for like eight hours. Uh, and then <laughs> the uh, publishing company is called Sleepless Society. So okay. shout out to David and Monica in Atlanta, Georgia. Shout them out. Uh, so linked up with them through some mutual friends in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, was one of the first people that signed to their publishing company. Oh, so you got a deal. Who <laughs> <laughs> no, got that deal? Got <laughs> no, so I mean, you know, it's a I'm little, <laughs> it's a little, it's a little different. <laughs> yeah. uh, Publishing deals, you know, depending on your status and your level. Sometimes you have a company, a publishing company, may approach a certain person about Mm -hmm. doing a book deal. Um, You know, so we did the deal. Um, I, you know, get the royalties and stuff on the book Mm -hmm. and everything. So it's just been a great experience. Um, That's dope, man. You know, flying back and forth down there, working with them uh, through the editing process, the design process, you know, really uh, just taking my vision. And bringing it to life. So, I've known you for a while.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and were you always, you said you were always thinking about it. So, even then, you were kind of
1: having a vision for what you wanted to do or for writing this um, book? So, it, it's developed since I launched the Marketing Coach brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I launched the Marketing Coach brand uh, in 2015. Um, I've always uh, been an entrepreneur. I um, had a music company years ago. you know. So uh, I, had, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I had a music company. We did artist management and development. Mm-hmm. Uh, marketing and things. We had a studio mm-hmm. here in Cleveland, Ohio. That's
2: familiar. No, yeah. uh, artists that were on there. Yeah, so, uh, well, he was a saying, DJ. Yeah, he was oh, a DJ. Okay, no yes. so, mm-hmm. Very dope artist. Yeah. Shout out to Eric LeBron. Yep, so Very dope. Anyway. I uh,
1: so so definitely, <laughs> from that standpoint, um, I transitioned from working with artists mm-hmm. uh, to small businesses. Uh, so just working with small businesses is a little different. The investment, the buy-in from a from a small business owner is different from you Know an artist, yeah, I um, think so. Yeah, so then just working with clients, you know, um, as I'm trying to expand the brand and speak more and travel, yeah. uh, it's kind of hard to work with everybody, mm-hmm. you know. So, what can I, what kind of contribution can I make to the small business community? What can I do, you know, to leave my mark in the industry? So, um, this book, um, I wanted to be a tool um, that mm. people thought, thought about. When they're business, building their businesses, when it's the rich dad, poor dads, it's the, you know, uh, the John Bayer books or mm. the, things of that nature, the self-help or the things for business, you know, I wanted to do that. So a lot of times in this day and age, we're in the DIY phase. Yeah. A lot of people want to do things themselves. They yeah, want to and entrepreneurship, things. yeah. The Entrepreneurs ah. want to do things. So, you know, I wanted to give a tool mm. for people to do things themselves. So the brand playbook, um, it is a workbook. It's so like a tool, like a tool chest. Yeah. So it's okay. exactly. So it's this not a novel. It's not a narrative. It's a, it's a workbook. Mm-hmm. So it's what gives you hands on activities, things that you can do to build your business. Oh, so can can you give us a couple things? I don't know. You, I know you want people to read the book. We want everybody to read the book. I want people um, to read so the book. basically, uh, from a branding standpoint, mm-hmm. um, I try to teach my clients or teach whatever individuals I'm speaking to or owners I'm speaking to uh, we want a brand before a market mm-hmm. so before you get out marketing your product before you pushing it out we want to lay that solid people don't yeah, do so that we want to lay thing. that solid foundation from mm-hmm. a brand standpoint so if you get the brand playbook it goes over business plans it goes over marketing strategies branding principles um, it even talks it touches on accounting finance um, human resources things of that nature
2: so your in your book is almost like your' laying down the blueprint for a small business to start you know almost from the bottom almost
1: yeah so you have two audiences Mm -hmm. okay your main audience is your inspiring entrepreneurs somebody that has an idea about a business but really don't know where to start Mm -hmm. and then you may have your seasonal entrepreneurs that may have inherited a business or you know, picked up a biz Father left them something, but they may have stepped some steps along the way. Um, business isn't modernized, you know, to keep up with present times. So, you know, it just really gives you that,
2: you know, that foundation, like you said, to start your business from the ground up. What's, what would you say is your, aside from the book, what would you say is your best piece of advice to anybody listening that's one of those people, an aspiring entrepreneur, or somebody that's kind of started at the ground level, trying to make it up?
1: Brand. Brand like brand before like you say brand brand brand, 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 brand some brand. more, continue to brand. What's your brand? Keep branding.
0: <laughs> That's what it is.
1: What's my brand? Yeah, what's your brand? Uh, I'm just trying to build the marketing coach. That's my brand. I want to be I want to be considered as an expert in what I do. Um, so okay. when people come to me from a coaching standpoint, I just want to be able to give. You know, I try to give my clients innovative strategies that are going to take their businesses and their brands to the next level. Now, when I, when I think of
0: what, about the word brand, the first thing, when I, when I look at my brand, like Title 6 is our brand, Right. I try to represent our myself as well as the brand as some, like you said, people want to come and reach out to you. I want people to be able to approach me and ask me my opinion on things, you know, just stuff we talk about in the podcast, stuff, a lot of stuff that uh, you guys write on the site. Mm-mm. I feel like our brand is empowering and uplifting the young adults. I won't say entrepreneurs cause that's not really our thing, but I guess bloggers mm-hmm. in that type of sense because we deal with two different type of people. Correct. But at the end of the day, I feel our brand is
2: definitely uplifting and empowering. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna take that brand principle and continue to brand yeah, in. I like that. That's I feel like that's that's huge. Uh I've read little excerpts
0: excerpts of your book. I'm not gonna lie to you and say I got I have read the whole thing. So I'm gonna make ga- I'm gonna
2: make gay buy the book for all of us. So <laughs> yeah. all no problem. On. No problem. <laughs> no, no, no matter of no, fact, no, fact Track that we're we'll all by the book. Gotcha. I so Al, Ron, so Ryan, we we'll by the black
0: business. That's all I'm about. about support the book, black business. I was online the other day. That's and what we need it. to do. I I the playbook the bestseller. Hey, listen. If people can go buy see God book, why can't you buy a Donovan Boy book? We gonna buy it, man. I mean? yeah. We all so, love supporting black business, especially local. So, branding. When did you realize what your brand was? I thought some people don't have that either push or they don't have that drive to figure out what it is. They just kind of just throw this market marketing throw it out
1: there so i've been branding myself for the last 11 years long time okay long time. Um, i have two degrees in marketing mm-hmm. um, i worked for um, in marketing roles i've started companies i failed at businesses um so that's really the thing that's, that's huge that's the things that have built yeah. my brand um I'm, from a standpoint of Having a bachelor's degree in marketing, uh, Mm -hmm. MBA in business and marketing, I Mm -hmm. was the director of marketing for uh, a local charter school, I've been a marketing supervisor at a casino, Mm -hmm. you know, so just really, um, I took the time to really develop my craft, study my craft, you know, just, you know, engulf myself with marketing and trying to stay up on the latest trends, the Mm -hmm. latest strategies you know, from social media, from digital marketing, from, you know, um, SEOs and things of that nature, Mm -hmm. really to try to, how do I reach, you know, the client as best as possible? How do I reach my audience? You know, I think that the more value I give, the more value I continue to push out, uh, people will receive it and they will want to work with me, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so my goal is really to, I want to travel, I want to speak, I just want to keep giving value and keep helping you know, small businesses, that's why I do a lot of things here in Cleveland for mm-hmm. the small business community. Um, they I need hold, that. We, need know, that. Yeah, we hold forums, we do a uh, brandy and branding seminar, which is about every six to eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we come together with other entrepreneurs wow. um, in different industries in the city of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a forum, um, as well as um, cigar and brandy tasting, you know, we just have a good time and we kick back. Um, but it's really asking some questions and networking the, opportunities for you yeah. as well. As um, but, it, you know, it's bigger on the networking side because you go you can go to some different networking opportunities or networking events and you don't really get anything out of it. Yeah. Um, so I'm really trying to pull like minded individuals um, and really connect the dots with people. Mm. Um, you know, as long as you make the right connection, you don't have to connect with everybody at a networking event, but just try to figure out who's that right connection that you're looking for and you know can I ask you a question from that when it comes
0: to the, like branding and to the events you have
1: to bring people together
0: do you feel like some people are afraid to maybe quote unquote use somebody to for like to gain something because I feel like I know with me early on you look at somebody like man they can help me but I don't want them to feel like I'm trying to use them but I feel like sometimes you need to do that if you want to get somewhere
1: yeah so the number thing like they said closed mouths don't get fed okay but yeah. you always got to bring something to the table mm. You know, whether it's, hey, let me take you out to lunch. Can I take mm-hmm. you out to dinner? Or, you know, um, inviting somebody somewhere. You know, just using your personality. I definitely don't come to the table just with your hand out. Okay. You know, at least, hey, man, you know, I want to learn from you. Can I volunteer? Can I go work your but, event? Okay. You know, bring, I add, asking, add, add value to what somebody's doing. Because well, I don't have nothing, but I, like, take you for example.
0: you might, I might look at you and say, oh, man, I know he can help me out, but I don't really have a lot to offer. But I know I, I want to. I wanna learn, I wanna be, I wanna do something, I I just don't have a lot to offer. So, you you know, you telling somebody like, yo, you might not have a lot to offer, but at least try and show that person that
1: you're willing to do things to, you know, like. Yeah, so you may, at at some point, you're just really asking a question, Mm -hmm. you know, because you may think that, oh, well I can't put you in front of 10,000 people, so I don't have something to offer you. Mm -hmm. But, hey, I see you got an event coming up, Uh, do you mind if I, you need any help? You know, you need help with setup. You need help with this. You know, you need help with wow. holding the cameras and things of that nature. Small like, things, like you what know, I'm saying about. small things because yeah, yeah. you know you have some something to offer. You have some value. Mm-hmm. You just you know, if you don't ask the question, if you don't start the conversation, that you will never know. But you gotta just, you gotta let people know that you're genuine, mm-hmm. and you don't want to come across as okay, I'm just coming in to get something for you from you, but you. You know, you find you a mentor, you find that person, and you reach out to them, and you you know, you start that relationship and you build that relationship.
0: How has, because you had mentioned earlier, things like you failed before in certain things. How has that driven you, or has it changed your perspective on things, or has it made you better failing at those things? Learning how to, I guess, some, because I guess what I'm asking is, or some people, they fail and they stop. You know, it seems like to you, you failed and you took them lessons you learned. And you turned it into being
1: able to be more successful you know what I mean oh definitely um I don't necessarily look, I don't look anything as a failure okay um, more so a learning opportunity uh, teaches you what to do how not to do it um because I mean every like I you know everybody doesn't sit down and read a million books no, yeah, I don't, you know I don't so know <laughs> the reason the reason why I'm able to tell you in the book mm-hmm. brand before market latest foundation because I did it. Lay the foundation. Oh, okay. Okay. I went and grabbed the logo. Logo, grabbed the artist. Let's get to work. You know what I'm saying? And start building things along the way. Mm. But if I was better prepared for what I was getting into, mm. some of the outcomes would have been a little different. Would you still be doing that? Things would have moved a little different. Um, I don't necessarily know if I would have, if I still would have been doing it because, like I said, working with artists, I felt like. My fate was in somebody else's hands.
2: Oh, and before, you
1: know, man. as a man, I felt like I couldn't control that. You know, I didn't want somebody oh, else you to. you put him be... in a position and they don't come through, it's like, man, yeah. we you know, I'm losing all my money here yeah. Oh, okay, I feel okay, I got you. I'm so got you. that artist or whoever that is has to understand what's at stake. Mm-hmm. If that person doesn't understand what's at stake, then you know, you you're subject to anything happening. Right. So if that artist, I'm, you know, make it plain, if that artist say, you know what, I ain't going to the studio today. But you, yeah, you, book, you book studio time, uh, <laughs> you didn't the <booked laughs> sessions, you need not book guys up here, you know. What, what are we to do? <laughs> you out of here. <laughs> if, if, if everybody working, and you the artist that's driving yeah. the ship, and you say, ah, I, I don't wanna do this no more. Mm. What happens? I feel you, right. That's not a good feeling I couldn't do that <laughs> You look at a, a, Floyd, a Floyd Mayweather mm-hmm. Right He understands He understood that his greatness Drove everything else And drove the business You know what I'm saying His greatness um, Fueled everybody So he couldn't not train He couldn't not eat not He brought. likes that stuff but, 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 but you gotta understand So many people depended on him yeah, he mm-hmm. yeah, allowed people on that, right? Mm-hmm. But if he said, I don't want to fight no more, or if he go get knocked out or whatever, <laughs> that just you know, yeah, that changes a lot? the business. Yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of Who people. Who's that? A lot of people. Boss Diva, if you, if you click the link in my bio, you can get the book. Yeah, Boss Diva, get the book. Click the link in my bio, it takes sleep, you right there, click the link in my bio, it takes you right there, sleep is for suckers man, sleep right, is for so, suckers, uh, <laughs> so now we're working with small businesses, yeah. they're a little more vested, mm-hmm. they put money into their business, they, they're they invested in what it is that they do, so their mindset is a little different, you know, they're not, they're not, not
2: so getting enough, you
0: hungry, so you want to work with people who just I want people that's you. just as hungry as me,
2: because now it's, Oh wow, that makes a lot. Yeah, I mean, makes, I mean, it makes a ton of sense. You it can't, sense you, you know, you, you can't work with anybody that doesn't want to go get it for themselves. Correct. Let's switch gears a little bit. Okay. Let's, let's say, let's so, say. so you went to Glenville, right?
1: No. Uh, Cleveland Heights. Cleveland Heights. Okay. Yeah, I just got a lot of connections. Gabe g- 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 told me that. Yeah, that was my, a lot of connections. told me that. A lot of g- connections in t- Glenville area. I forgot, man. Don't put that on me. It's all good. Shout g- out to my cousin Bo. He's the head coach basketball. Yeah, so shout man. out to him. We don't get him on the pod in the future. That's what's
0: up. I like I like talking that guy. Yeah. Like that. But
2: um, so so from from heights, you went to school at Fordham Fordham, Fordham. Fordham University. University? New, okay. in New York City. So let's talk kind of talk about that transition because the 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 some one of our target audiences is, is young young kids making that transition from high school into college or from high school into whatever they're gonna do post secondary, whether it's something vocational. They got an idea mm-hmm. to start a business. Something of that nature. What kind of happened in that trans? What kind of happened in that transition that got you from high to Fordham, and then developing this whole thing, going into marketing after you graduated?
1: Um, so to be one hundred percent honest, um, high school, you know, I was having a good time. I wasn't one hundred percent focused on school. I made decent grades because I just, you know, some things in school came pretty easy yeah. to me. Struggling with some other things. Um, play basketball um i actually started playing football uh because of a bet <laughs> really you know uh, in the 11th grade some guys we was talking in class and somebody bet me that i couldn't make the football team i'm like well yeah you not, know yeah, that's, so i'm yeah, like he's not he's not i end up because i knew i could play football yeah, so yeah. i end up going out for the team starting mm-hmm. um end of the season i had seven scholarship offers i was 15th in the state, 15th um, seniors in the state, mm-hmm. uh, top 10 ride we see were all star games and everything, and um, end up getting a full ride to Fordham. Uh, but when I went there, you know, I struggled a bit because it was a, uh, you know, very intense uh, institution, mm-hmm. education. So I struggled because uh, I didn't take school serious, you know. So when I got there, I struggled. When I got there. You know, football looked good, it was NFL teams there my freshman year, all 32 NFL teams was there. We was mm. ranked, you know, this yeah. uh, All-American receiver, All-American quarterback. Division 1? So, Division 1 AA. Uh, okay, AA. Yeah, a. so okay. 1 AA, we played in a Patriot League, um, but if you know about Ford they there in Atlantic 10 for every other sport. Right. You know, so Atlantic, so, yeah, Atlantic 10 is big time. Big time. You know, you know so... Um,
0: especially back then they had St. Jones they,
1: they, yeah. they, they, so, they, they had St. Like Jones St. Yeah. Bonnie like so when, yeah, yeah. when I was in school um, Jameer Nelson was in school mm-hmm. you know so he was all you know from that standpoint if you're looking at basketball Delonte West all you know that's that's that era that competition who, yeah who was in school. Okay. so um, I ended up getting hurt my sophomore year whatever wow. I tore my knee Ooh. so you gotta think I was a big guy receiver so a lot of NFL talks, arena ball talks, you know, so, um, I was just looking, and, um, things were looking good, then I tore my knee, had to get back, tore my knee again, you know, so then I just started having to think about what's next, um, I was an accounting major, really wasn't feeling the accounting, but I didn't know, I was an accounting major because I, um, took the class in high school I you want to be from mayor I don't know uh, you I'm know good with check, with check you. Uh, shout out to Tad man that's one of my corners man <laughs> Ford buddies right there man shout out to Tad man so um um so um we used to have speakers come in from the county world KPMG Ernst & Young Waterhouse, Cooper mm-hmm. uh, I'm just like yeah this isn't for me mm-hmm. but I end up doing uh, um um a couple of shadow days at Black Enterprise Magazine in the accounting department at the time. Angela Gray was the uh, vice president of accounting and she was from Cleveland. She went okay. to Shaw. Um, so i seen it wasn't for me. Um, so, I mean, that's one of the things I would let kids know, you know, experience, do internships, definitely um, get exposure to different careers, because that's the only way that, you know. Um, so I ended up taking an international marketing course uh, with the Doctor mm-hmm. Um and it was I fell in love from there. Um, that was your sophomore year. Yeah, sophomore, junior mm-hmm. year, junior yeah. year. So you um, was late
0: because I know some kids are like, man, I'm graduating, I don't even know what I want to do.
1: Well, no, see at Fordham they don't put you in your major right away, oh. so you don't start your major till you're a junior. Okay. okay. So your mm-hmm. so, your freshman and sophomore year it was a private school, so your freshman and sophomore year is just all about foundational work. You know what i'm saying um you know just uh what they call them not even prerequisites but just you know just preliminary stuff that you do foundational courses that you take so like your public schools you get into your major right away Mm -hmm. you know so which is if you change it halfway through Mm -hmm. you're kind of screwed if those those credits don't transfer over right um so i end up landing a internship um, for Russell Simmons' company called uh, Rush Communications, mm. I was an intern, volunteer coordinator for the uh, Hip Hop Summit Action Network.
2: Okay, wow. You know, so, I,
1: so I worked there. Did a lot of things, man. Uh, <laughs> and then my senior year, I still was playing ball, but I I hurt myself again, so I tore my knee my knee twice. Same my, knee. Yeah, same knee. My sophomore and junior year, so uh, was balancing that, and. Um, you know, I did a lot of stuff in college, through parties and all type of stuff, and then when my, my senior year, um, I was in the Urban Marketing Department at Atlantic Records, mm-hmm. so I worked a lot of projects at that time, Trey Song's first album,
2: nice.
1: Wonder Woman, so he's working on the Wonder Woman yeah. project, uh, to, uh, pretty, pretty Ricky, that's when Pretty Ricky first came out, uh, Plies, T.I., so I worked for all of them, so that's right around
2: 2005, 2006. Um,
1: Six seven. So okay, that's six, six seven, seven years. So um Trey Song's album had came out in um January. December January mm-hmm. of 2007. Plaza just dropped pretty yeah, market wise. So. Yeah. So working I worked in the urban marketing department. Um at that time, um, the download era was high. Yeah. Live wire, mm-hmm. Napster. So the decline in album sales, the decline in music was real high. Yeah, so I'm, a, I'm definitely a trooper to that. Yeah, So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't know, so that at that time, it wasn't hiring. You know, So I left uh, New York because I really wasn't ready for corporate America, mm-hmm. Wall Street at mm-hmm. 21 years old, 22 years old. Mm-hmm. So came back home, started working at Target. Shout okay. uh, out we to Target. Yeah, I worked at Target. I a <gonna> management <laughs> program at Target. Uh, linked up with um, guy from high school, uh, ended up being an artist, mm-hmm. Black seas and we started Crew Camp Management, and mm-hmm. you know we've just been building
2: and grinding ever since. Okay, let me ask you this: coming from Heights to Fordham, any was it any type of like, like culture shock or? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. expound on that, especially going that culture shock and then coming back home and definitely being immersed in the, in our urban black community. Uh,
1: first of all, Cleveland is slow. So, so if, if anybody's never been experienced or went anywhere, Cleveland mm-hmm. is a slow place. And I agree.
2: I think the first um, time I went to New York City, and I was like looking around at all the buildings and stuff. It's, Everybody it's, there it's, will it's, walk right past you it's, and bump right, all into you. It's, it's like Cleveland,
1: Cleveland is definitely a slow city. It's super slow. Um, so, going to New York City mm-hmm. from Cleveland is definitely a culture shock um from the different backgrounds, the you know, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, Black, Jamaicans, Haitians, you know, so it's it's a melting pot, literally. Um, and then my school was um 16 percent minority, okay, four percent African American. So my school was eighty you know, eighty six percent Caucasian, eighty four percent, 86 percent Caucasian, mm-hmm. um, forty two thousand a year to go there, so um, definitely was how much forty two thousand a year. It's definitely yeah. a different. In <laughs> yeah, yeah, Did we get a scholarship. We my niece is trying to go to Fordham actually. She's, my niece. Uh, she don't get it, she, uh, She's at Manta right now, so she wants to study fashion. Oh, so she she just had a visit out at Fordham. Let's so, go. Trying fiber, to trying keep the legacy. Trying to keep the legacy alive. Actually, uh, oh. one of my buddies, Tay again, his little cousin. Uh, go Who's to Fordham in? now. He's okay. uh, playing football. He went to Glenville. Mm-hmm. Jeff Ginn, he's out there. So, you know, I'm trying to keep the legacy yeah, alive, trying to keep us in the door out there. So oh, definitely. it's definitely, um, I definitely will tell kids, man, if you can go away to college, go. Mm-hmm. Um, stop trying to be at home, trying man, to, you home. Know, it's not nothing at home. Ain't go experience home. something new. You know, I met people from Florida, Florida. Um, in Florida, Miami, Orlando, Fort mm-hmm. Lauderdale, have me from Maine, Houston, Connecticut, mm-hmm. you know, and oh, my one friend's from Connecticut, lives down the street from Fifty, and you know, <laughs> so just, you know, girls I went to school with was on American and Race, and you wow. know, so it's just being, in, you know, so when you in that, <laughs> it's fine. So when you when you in that type of situation, yeah. man, it's people from Detroit. It's all over, man. When you when you going to some place like New York, so it's just definitely. A different experience. I go to New York, I try to go at least once or twice a year just to get recharged, mm-hmm. you know, to get that hustle and get that grind, you know, because you lose that here, get cold yeah. here, and yeah, it's yeah. so slow sometimes that people really don't want to do nothing. They don't is, want to support really, stuff. You know, it's good for me to branch out and experience
0: that. You I won't say that. That's moving great. to Columbus, like you say, it's, it's it shows you it's a lot more than Ohio State right there. The diversity of people and people. Oh yeah, even Columbus people, is different. People want to do stuff. They want to be a part of an organization. They want to learn about different things. So I feel like man,
2: and it's always it's also important if you in a, if you in a situation in a in a city where you feel like it's slow, it's going nowhere. There's so many people that think that place is the greatest place in the world, and they never want to leave, and they never want to go anywhere. They feel like they'll be they'll be what betraying. You know? No, no, no. I'm talking about Cleveland. Oh yeah, it's yeah, a city yeah, like yeah. They, yeah. It's like they feel like they're betraying. Their area, uh, their neighborhood. By going somewhere else, but you know, sometimes
1: you got to get out. Definitely, you got to you know broaden your horizons and definitely see, you know, the different things that it is to offer out there. It's just in New York, it's it's different because every company is in New York. Everything Mm -hmm. is in New York. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm walking from this building, Radio City, I'm in Atlantic Records, and I come over here to Warner, and I'm doing this. Take this CD to Kevin Lyles. Take this over here. Oh, I'm at the computer. I turn around, DJ drama. Okay, DJ walk past you. <laughs> T.I. standing right here. Like, it's just a lot of different moving parts, and i you, you know, so that's where I fell in love with the music and the entertainment aspect um, years ago, so. But you just see so much different stuff, man, and it, it it's it, it it allows you mm. to dream, it allows you to you know, it shows you that anything is possible. Sometimes yeah, yeah. it's hard to see when you in a rural area, you, mm. you know, it, it's There's just, nobody else around you. Yeah, you, know, know. It, it's, it's, you know, it is you know, it sometimes it's difficult, but you know, you gotta stay motivated. Who's you your biggest hungry. motivator?
0: Like who who you see other than like that experience? Like you look at like man, this you know or a mentor you have or something
1: like that. I recently, man, just like I said, linking up with those guys in Atlanta, man, just um, looking at the David Shands and just the different things that he's been able to do uh, from a speaking standpoint and writing books and touring the country and things of that nature. Like, that's what that's what I want to do. I have some local people that I look, you know, I look to for guidance. Um, My brother has been, you know, a very um, key point in my life. You know, parents, you know, from, yeah, yeah, and then sure. I mean, then my own personal motivation, my wife, my kids, mm-hmm. you know, keep me motivated. Uh, just had a baby girl, so you know, thank you. So, you know, just really, um, from a motivational standpoint, those need, right? things all yeah, I need. Yeah, yeah. But I've always been a go getter, a driven, driven self motivated. Mm-hmm. I've always been like that, so you know, it's not really the work ethic has never been in question, it's just yeah, really yeah. now. Changing the circle and putting myself around people and things that you know people are doing what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. You got You I got some you. Uh,
0: not quite. All right, you. I was looking on the YouTube page. Okay. You had an ex excerpt you said. That just really stuck out to me. Ninety percent of people don't know you exist or your business. Your business exists. That really hit home with me. Right. Can you explain or you know explain a little more about that statement and you know that.
1: Um, so yeah like I said 90 percent of the people in the world don't know you exist maybe even more than that so you gotta understand when you get down on yourself and you get like man like you know what else I, what else can I do or you think you're doing something you gotta know that there are people that don't know who you are so that has to be a motivating factor to keep you going like yeah. I gotta keep working I gotta hit the road I gotta you know, so I got to get my book into other people's hands, like I'm doing a book signing in Atlanta next month, um, shout out to my people in Atlanta, but, you know, um, plug, you know. but you have to understand like, if you need motivation, mm-hmm. if it's something that keep has to keep you going, know that there's other people that you still haven't impacted, it's other people that still haven't came across your brand, yeah. it's people that still don't know you who you are, that you exist, so That should still leave room for you to work. It shouldn't be that shouldn't be somebody something that, um, you know, deters you from doing what you want to do. Should be like, damn, I gotta still work. I got work to do. You know what I'm saying? I gotta still grind. So because there's a if you're an artist, it's people that haven't heard my music. I haven't heard my song. It's people that haven't heard my book. So or seen my book. So do I look at that? as like, man. Uh, I ain't going to keep pushing a book because there's people that haven't seen it or it's like, I'm going to keep working. I want everybody to see. It. I'm going to keep working because the right person can see my book and take it to a whole nother level. That's huge. That's, That's I, think about that. I think about that every day,
0: man. That statement you just said, it's you don't want to wait around for that person to come to you, but you want to get it to where that person can put you in a position to give you a bigger platform. Cause you know, like right now your platform is good. Like I feel like for me, just for someone who knows you and sees you out here, you're doing all the right things. It's just like, you know, you're waiting on that, that moment that's gonna take you to the next step. And I feel like everybody has that moment. Mm-hmm. Cause that, when I was, like I said, when I seen that statement, I was like, man, I would think last night, the night before, I think that like all the time. Like there are people who don't know about 2006, people who when I try and, you know, I'm, I'm real big on word of mouth. Like we have our platform on you know, social networks and like that, our website, but I'm a talker. So whenever I meet people who, hey, you check us out, when I wear a shirt, when I, I'm out, I meet somebody we're talking about just today. I walked to, to the library. Lady showed me the room. Hey, ma'am, do you have any uh, organizations or do you guys do things for younger kids? I gave her a card. Like, I, that's what I do. Because yeah, she, right. and you know what's funny, what she said to me, yeah, I've seen this before. <laughs> like, it was, I'm like, <laughs> you know, she's a 50-year-old white lady. We don't, that's not our target audience. But she's heard of us, so I mean, I guess we're doing something
2: right, yeah. you know? So yeah, like,
1: you know, As long as you stay stay positive yeah, yeah. And just know that your time will come. And You just gotta put the work in And lay the foundation, and you just gotta be ready for the growth. A lot of times, you know, people the, the brand and the foundation isn't there, and you're not ready for the growth. That's that's big. You yeah. know, you're not ready to sit down and have that major interview. You're not ready to go speak in front of this amount of people. You're not ready. You're not ready. You're not ready to take this. $20,000 order mm. for books or shirts or whatever the situation may be yeah. like so you gotta understand that do the work now lay the foundation now reinvest the money now put the money into your business so that you are ready for that growth you can open up a chain of salons you can open up a chain of restaurants you know um, you are able to feel fulfill these orders. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you speak about the youth right now, what I'm doing with my book is I'm trying to get my book into the school systems. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so, you know, I want my book to be a part of the curriculum. Um, so Lord knows we need uh, <laughs> you know, way, so, way more than way mm-hmm. more than uh, algebra 2, you know. So <laughs> that's that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So um going into these schools I gotta be able to be ready to fulfill these orders mm-hmm. I gotta be able to put these in because I know it's gonna happen and you know this is what I'm praying for and this is so I know it's gonna happen I've already had some schools reach out you know working on that so um, especially with the state of Ohio mm-hmm. and the uh, state standards and things of that you know changing so now financial literacy business education entrepreneurship is a part of required yeah, to yeah. graduate in Ohio so with that being said that's why we're trying to get the book into the schools. That's why the book was designed as a workbook, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, we just want to be a resource. We want to be a tool, you know, to help the youth because a lot of them aren't going to college or a lot of them have a lot of different things going, at home, going on at home. So mm-hmm. if we can teach them how to build businesses, we can teach them, you know, how to take those ideas, you know, and, and bring them to life. You know, that's key. That may motivate some of them to stay off the streets. That may motivate oh, for sure. them. some of them to take maybe that street money and put it into a business and yeah. turn it into something and leave the streets alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you got a lot of different things going on in the household that keeps you distracted mm-hmm. from school and keep you not focused on school. So, hey, if you got something that's engaging in the school, in the classroom, that's going to keep you motivated and focused, you know, that we we can win. So, you know, that's what... I'm Our last guest...
0: Katie Ann Comer, she's a contributor for Black Enterprise. I know you mentioned them earlier. Mm-hmm. She said a great uh, line. She said, if God was to ask me today, am I doing, am I using my gifts for the purpose I'm intended for? Would I would I be able to say yes? And I'm gonna ask you that question. Do you feel like, do you feel like you know your purpose now? Or have you had known before,
1: and you feel like you're, you're, you know, you're using it to the best of your ability? I think that definitely I know the purpose. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm growing and I'm using it for the right purpose, Um, but I feel like I could do more. Mm -hmm. So, I'm challenging myself to do more, that's why I'm trying to get into the schools, you know, so I have a plan in place to do more, and I'm challenging myself to do more. I just want to help the small business community, I want to help that person that has the idea that don't know where to start. Yeah, trust me, it's so many people that got an amazing idea in their head, but don't have a clue on how to get started.
2: That is that is so true. Like, just that was for what's the true. what's the
1: what's the right equipment to get? Like, mm-hmm. who? How do I design a t? You even got somebody know that want to do t-shirts. How do I design a t-shirt? How do I, you know, where do I get it pressed at? Like, who who sells bulk shirts like mm-hmm. you know I'm saying how do I copyright they my go get logo? your book. How do, how do, exactly how do exactly <laughs> you know how do I license myself so I my stuff my work can't be duplicated it's so mm-hmm. much stuff that people just don't
2: and don't know that's very true we had a we had a, a post on our website a couple months back um, about the importance of having good people around you people that are investing in you and sharing those ideas who your friends it's kind of like how us and the talented six came about it came about organically. We know it doesn't come organically for some. Some people are loners, you know, don't want to be bothered with anybody. But how important is having that circle around you to motivate you and inspire you to offer resources?
1: Um, a team is key. You know if you don't if you don't have you know if you don't have a team of individuals around you to really motivate you and push you and to bounce ideas off of you you know, it's hard. Um, So definitely, uh, it's hard to find a team. Mm -hmm. It's hard to find individuals sometimes that can't see the future. You know, a lot of people look at right now, you know, so you have to, you know, surround yourself with individuals and find those people, like you said, organically, that believe in your vision, that see your vision, or you guys have a shared vision, you know, and you can really work to bring that vision to life you know, so a key, a team is key, you can't do anything without a team, you know, it's it's hard, some people try to do it themselves, and a lot of things you can't get accomplished if you're trying to do everything by yourself, you know, sometimes people have a hard time delegating, sometimes people have a hard time letting go to allow other things to happen, but when you let go, you grow, you know, so, you know, so that's really, you know, key to the success, if you look at a lot of and you know organizations, a lot of individuals. It's a powerful team
2: behind them. There's some, yeah, indivi- some individuals mm-hmm. behind them. Right. It's mm-hmm. never just. It might be never just one guy doing it all. No, no not at all. Okay. So, no, I right, said, so let's switch gears. I wanna, uh, I want just pick your brain on a couple of current event things, mainly stuff that we always argue about in our group chat. <laughs> okay. So, you big, you big NBA fan? Enough. He, he is. is. I don't know uh, why be enough. BS now. he's enough. Enough. I mean, you know the NBA. they
1: get watered down. No,
0: we had me and this guy, me and this man right here. We had we got into an argument. I, I'm gonna call it It wasn't a we got into an argument. It wasn't a debate. 2011 NBA Finals. This man right here told me Russ West, Westbrook was the worst point guard he's ever seen in his life. <laughs> I might be over exaggerating, but that's what I thought I heard because he said he told me they would have beat the Heat if Russ Westbrook would have been better point guard instead of being just the player he is and not you remember that conversation we had a, in your house watching the game it was after game three I think because they won game one I came over we was playing Madden and we, we talked about that and we got to do a full bit argument because i was like Russ Werber is doing what he' supposed to do and he told me
2: why am I not, Russ, why am I not surprised <laughs> that five years later you're still arguing for <laughs> Russell Westbrook because he was wrong you was wrong you know why because he's better five years later. He was no because he's
1: better five years later. He's supposed to be better five years later. But at
0: that point in time, he did what he had to do. He didn't have to change. It was like his game. third. It was like his third KD year in the league at that point. And the, exactly, and he's in the finals. That's my point exactly. But ask me a question. I just want to make listen. Uh, I just want to Cause know. Cause he, cause okay. I just, know just want to he know. know is,
2: I just want to know his top five MVP candidates so far. So yeah. That's something we always argue about. It. Top five. You can't be top five. You got to be three. Top three. Because five is too broad. M- MVP NBA. Yeah. Candidate. Yeah. yeah. If Russell Westbrook keep playing like that, he'll be the MVP hands down. Do they have to make the playoffs for him to be the MVP? He going to make the playoffs. Numbers aside. Yeah, nine times if he don't make the playoffs, he's not he not gonna be MVP. But he's going to make the playoffs.
0: They're sitting in I think six or seven. I think maybe they won last night. So if he keeps playing
1: like that, I don't think that if he keeps playing like that, he he should. I don't know if he can keep that up for another. Six months. He's Russell Cook.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. So okay, if he averages a trip dub and they don't make the playoffs, is he MVP? Nah, no. Nah. Come
1: y'all. Easy, big fella. Don't,
2: touch me. <laughs> don't get riled don't, up. Don't touch
1: me. He's gonna <laughs> because what it's gonna show is that what you did wasn't of any value. I mean, okay, yeah, you got a triple double individually, but it's a team game. You didn't do nothing for your team. Like you just said, you your team continue. is not good around you. You can't win. Yeah, you right. just said... So that's why he won't be... That's why he won't be the MVP. But if you're, okay, take you, you successful. Because sure. that means he won't be the most valuable player. But you do your best to help your team, but they just, they just they win. suck. They so, win. So, you, so you're not bringing, so that value isn't
0: there. But sometimes your teammates just really ain't, don't want to work hard. Yeah, your value so that,
2: you can't just be points and rebounds or yeah, decisions. So, so, so
1: that means that games. You know, he might, he might have had the best individual effort of the year, but he, he probably won't be the MVP.
2: Listen to the man. He has a book out. Do you have a book out? nothing working on him. it means he knows what about. It's gonna about. be called. But I mean, my story. But you, you know how the NBA votes. Sometimes you never know. He gonna win it, so it don't matter. you know? So you never know. Okay, so you played – you 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 was a college athlete at one point in time. One point in time. <laughs> Do you feel like they should? I'm gonna just, You feel like they should get paid? Paid? You know, with the whole on the whole big talk. Yes, college job. athletes. I should didn't get ask paid. you, Gabe. I'm asking Donovan.
0: Definitely. Thank you.
2: So mm-hmm. how? So so should it should it be paid like? pay like you get a check every two weeks like an employee or we should we should cut you a piece of the pie off of what the school is making off of you i mean we got refund checks but i mean you know that was at college but
1: you got to think if a team's getting a million dollars a game to go to the bowl game Mm -hmm. or ohio state stadium how many it holds hundred thousand hundred thousand okay my nephew right now plays for Ball State and they games cost twenty he played for Ball State. Right. Yeah. They're decent, but they're not The Division One. They're Division, division One. one they're not they're they're Division One program, but I'm saying they're not on the stage of Ohio State. Yeah. And they games cost 20 dollars to get into. Mm-hmm. So just imagine what the Ohio State game costs and it's a hundred thousand people and it's full.
2: They got luxury boxes at Ohio State. You know, you know.
1: so you gotta think these guys are playing their heart are
0: Branding themselves. Why yeah, do they get paid?
1: You know, I mean it goes all the way back to the five five story. You know, if you watch that, um, how they was making all that money, and you and you wonder why Jalen Rose and them has got to go to the guy in the neighborhood to give him some money because we to get here, some food, to get some food. How to get shoes? Like, we we can't. We not eating in college, and y'all making in a, y'all making a million something dollars a game. Yeah. You know, um, I think Jalen Rose and the thing said, you know, I'm walking through the mall, my jerseys number one seller. You know, I can't afford it. And and got no money in pocket, I don't have no money in my pocket. You know, it, it it's it's something that's a little off there. So, no, I definitely think they should get paid. Okay.
2: Because I I, I, I I would say I would say I would say it
1: depends on the level, though. I wouldn't say that yeah, every team can not get the same amount. Yeah, I wouldn't say true. that every I, I wouldn't say that every college athlete in college should be getting paid, but it's a strong majority. They should make it a it, free market. You know it's like how life is. You know somebody should be getting
2: paid. If you can, don't tell me the education piece. No, it's not even the educa- It's not even the education piece. My my argument is more or less that um, you you sign on the. So you, do- think you sign- so you
1: think they shouldn't.
2: I don't think that they shouldn't get paid. I don't think they should be paid. People, when people say they should get paid, it almost makes them sound like they're employees of the school, like they should be cut a check. They are. Every two They weeks. get they, recruited
0: to to do a job. They don't do. You no,
2: know they don't get recruited to do a job. You are. When you it's come just, out, when you come out they, of school. Because you got to look at it like this:
1: as a college athlete, you can't get no job, right? When I when I did my in- right, when I did my internships, my free internships, they were after the season. Mm-hmm. So you got to think about it. If I'm there. I'm playing football or I'm foot something football related. July, August, September, October, November, December, little break in January, back to winter workouts, February, Y'all March, smart. that's who understand. April, February, March, April, day. spring ball, May, mm-hmm. take a little month off, two months, right back at it. So I don't got time to make no money. If I'm coming from a situation where my my parents don't have any money to just yeah. keep dishing me out, mm-hmm. how am I eating? How am I surviving?
0: And you got the food, food, meal plan. You, you me. know what I'm
1: saying? Like, <laughs> so you got to think about that. So if I got an apartment, I got lights, gas, water. You know. Oh if, well, literally, When literally I lived in New York, when I lived in New York as a college student, at 18 years old, 19 years old, my rent was
2: 1500
1: a month. <laughs> like now. That. I had to take a living room and turn it into a bedroom, and rent out some rooms, and you know, so we got some decent refunds, things of that nature. But at the same time, you just depend on the situation. My school, Fordham University, each student was paying forty three thousand a year. Or if you got a situation where, um, Ohio State or USC or uh, Michigan, and you know the games is sold out, where the money going? I
0: ain't saying. After the game I got to go find some
1: food. And we just made a million dollars today. A million dollars from the TV. A million dollars TV t- in the stadium. We made 2 three million Where's the where's the 3 million dollars? Oh, my my coach leaving it in that school. We'll i right, was going right
2: back to the athletic department. My coach leaving in that number. Well, you know, number athletic department is going to spread that out to everybody else but no, my argument was that it's, was that it's I didn't want I didn't think that they should be cut a check every two weeks like an employee. But they should be they should be able to negotiate and receive a piece of the pie from the from the they, they might, from the direct they, they park, should, from all the ticket sales from all the marketing and all that. They, 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 nec- the they don't
1: necessarily need a check. Hey, direct deposit, <laughs> whatever it is, just <laughs> <they, this stuff, laughs> <school's laughs>
0: taking out what well, they can put it back in. <laughs> you know, you know, know so even just, it, just it, like it, hey,
1: it just shows up in your account. You log in, hey, I got some money. This week's revenue.
0: Uh, oh, a buddy of mine will not say buddy. God work with. He's like. Uh, well, they have they have all this t- free time, like bro, playing we'll, any, play any play any what sport. Time? <laughs> he don't understand. He don't understand. Listen, Look, you, trust have you. Have
1: to have listen. As an athlete, I tell y'all my day one. He didn't play college basketball, football, okay. basketball, so he don't know. All my classes, all your classes had to be done before noon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got meetings at twelve. Mm-hmm. I did football from twelve to six mm-hmm. every day. Twelve to five forty-five. Go eat. Night class at six thirty. So I had the luxury of getting up and having a class at eleven forty-five, <laughs> one o'clock. No, and then you done. No, no, I wasn't done. Every day, he
0: don't understand that. Twelve to 6. 30 to six. <laughs> yeah, football. Football. Football, football. And then even off season. Off what you season, you getting six, ready. Six a.m.
2: workout.
0: Right. Two, three. People understand being scholarship. Yeah. That scholarship only is for that year.
2: Am yeah. I? Am I wrong? It's, it's one. It's Every what year the is one you got to run your scholarship, scholarship new, right?
0: right? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I no. know some,
1: some 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 cases. Yeah. No. You, but you, it's some loopholes. It's stuff that yeah. they don't tell you. But yeah. your scholarship is for the duration of your college. I got you. I got you. Because he was. So he like, if you get hurt, you don't lose your scholarship. you You know what I'm saying? So. There have
0: been cases where you just you, you
1: heard some some schools trying to do it.
0: Yeah,
2: It's, it's, try, it's, 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 all, it's all type it. of loopholes in that, and, it, and it's mm-hmm. definitely. I never said it was anything that doesn't need to be reformed. Mm-hmm. It just needs to be defined correctly. But I, I appreciate your insight on that.
0: All right, man. Uh, I got a bottom here though. We are finna close it out. Some okay. personal business came up, but uh, Donovan Boyd, the Brand Playbook. Yes, sir.
1: Uh, if you haven't already heard, the Brand Playbook is out now. The it's brand, in. Is in stores. The Brand Playbook is out now. Mm-hmm. You can get the Brand Playbook on my website www.marketingismysport.com. You're going to get the book on Amazon. You can get the book on Amazon Kindle, iTunes, um, Nook. So far. So it's, all, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. From electronic copies, you need electronic copies. But it's a workbook, so it's better if you get the hard copy mm-hmm. so you can actually get to work. Um, follow me on social media. Yeah, you get You're people already on my Facebook and Instagram, but. My social media is I am Donovan Boyd on Instagram. I am Donovan Boyd on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, Snapchat, The Marketing Coach, uh, Facebook. I am Do- Donovan Boyd. You know, so check my web, my company website out theboygroupllc.com, marketingismysport.com, and just get the book. And uh, you know, we've we some you great through, things man. with the book. Uh, it's it's just been an amazing journey, been an amazing ride, Yeah. yeah. Uh, we just getting started. The book has been out almost, it's been out 30 days now, mm-hmm. uh, we're doing a release in Atlanta, Georgia, um, January 29th.
0: We're going to get you down to Columbus, man, we yeah, don't work, so we're going to work that out. That's what we're working on. Talented right.
1: 6, I need to come to Columbus, we're get you down to Columbus. I'm <laughs> my homegirl uh, from Uber is in Columbus, <laughs> Jessa Williams, so we can make something happen, shout out to my man. girl Jessa. In um, Columbus, I'll be in D.C. Uh, June, not June, January 6th <laughs> to the 8th. I'll be in D.C. January 6th through the 8th. Uh, so I'm just working. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, uh, thank, thank you man. for coming on, so man, you The Talented it. Six. You guys are on Facebook Live. Check out their website or check out check them out on Facebook at the Talented Six. Um, that's six, the number six. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's just been an amazing ride. I appreciate it. They're going to get me into Columbus. We're going to hold these guys to it. Yeah, we're we'll going to get Johnny to do a sign. We're Columbus all together. going to buy the book. Yeah, sign. Like they said, everybody's going to buy the book. <laughs> if y'all need an it, Instagram. It's in my link. Link in my bio. Uh, the brand playbook. All right, guys. Do you
0: want to help out the Title of the six, as uh, Donovan just stated? You can do so by going to the website, tablenthe6.com, Subscribe and leave a comment. Doing so will allow us to keep growing and provide our audience with awesome posts and content. Uh, we have the Blessing Loom Scheme as an insult to actual blessing on the site by William A. Warren and also uh, you should check out Stu Loans, Refund Check Balling by my little brother Benjamin. Go check the new post out we have up and uh, like always, we learn together, we grow together, we build together. Talent is six okay? Never forget the Cavs came from being down 3-1 to win a championship
2: man
0: anything is possible. possible we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Merry Christmas Happy New Year's. Peace